Astra, the platform that has placed listed bonds into the hands of retail investors in Singapore, allowing them to use PE bonds to diversify their portfolio. Let's talk more about them today. From Bond Superman. Welcome to another episode of our podcast series where we share with you about newborn issues and hold discussions on the fixed income market. Today, we are really happy to have with us Mr. Chiu En Yao, Chief Investment Officer at Azalea Investment Management with us. The last time we caught up was about a year ago for Astra 7 and now we are reunited again to update our audience on the Astra portfolio. How time flies. Indeed. So starting off with a piece of good news, Fitch Rating has upgraded the ratings assigned to Astra 5. Can you share with us what the recent rating upgrades mean for Astra bondholders? Sure, Fongi. Thank you for having me. So for the benefit of listeners who may not know, Fitch, a global rating credit rating agency, recently mm. upgraded our Astra 5 Class A1 and Class B bonds. The Class A1 bonds were upgraded from A plus to double A minus. And the Class B bonds were upgraded from A- to A. Now, Fitch shared the upgrades came about because 1. Class A1 bonds are fully reserved, meaning the bonds are fully backed by cash. And 2. The significant improvement in the credit profile of the Class B bonds, where the loan-to-value ratio is now at 13% compared to 45% at launch. Mm -hmm. Now, at this level of LTV, Fitch expects that the extra five bonds to be able to withstand any severe downturn or stress test scenarios. Now, Fitch also affirmed the ratings of all outstanding extra bonds, and in their rating process, Fitch measured the ability of the extra bonds to withstand weak performance in its underlying funds in combination with adverse market cycles. And in Fitch view, the Astra bonds' strong liquidity positions allow them to continue to meet capital calls, expenses, and interest, even if distributions were to decline. So to iterate, uh, despite the market volatilities and macro challenges, the rating upgrades reflect the strong credit quality of the bonds, underpinned by the quality of the Astra portfolios, as well as the strong performance an accumulation of cash reserves, which de-risk each extra transaction progressively over time. I see. Thank you for the explanation. So, Astra Investor Day was held in late February this year, and we published an article covering the online webinar. So, in that session, you shared updates on the market and also the Astra bonds. So, could you share with our audience today a quick summary on how the Astra bonds are performing? Sure. So, currently... Azalea has five Astra retail PE bonds listed and traded on XGX. Now, all the bonds have consistently fulfilled their bond obligation, meaning they are able to meet their interest payments. Mm. The Astra portfolios generated positive net cash distribution for each period, all had conservative loan-to-value ratio at issuance, issued at 40 to 45% to ensure ample buffer against any valuation declines. In addition, Fair value gains since issuance for Astra 4, 5, 6 provided additional buffer for the fair value declines in 2022. Now, the LTVs for each Astra remain well below the 50% cap. 
extra four Class A bonds that's maturing in June this year are fully reserved, 18 months ahead of the schedule. Extra five Class A bonds are 99% reserved, again, well ahead of its schedule core date of June 2024. Now, extra four, five, six performances threshold were met, so Class A1 bondholders will receive additional 0.5% bonus redemption premium when the bonds are redeemed. Wow, it's great to hear that the extra bonds are performing very well. So some of our audience may be aware of certain media coverage on collateralized fund obligation, also known as CFO in general. So for the benefit of those who might be unfamiliar with CFOs, could you briefly explain what they are and also how the extra bonds are different? So collateralized fund obligations are asset-backed securities where the bonds are backed by cash flows from a portfolio of PE funds. Now, CFOs are not new, Mm -hmm. have been around since the early 2000s. The private equity funds are put together and held by a special legal entity or investment vehicle that is bankruptcy remote. Now, for listeners who may not be familiar with such investment jargon, bankruptcy remote means that the PE funds investments in each extra transaction are not commingled and are ring-fenced for the benefit of the respective extra bondholders and is independent of any other azaleous financial obligations. This entity then issues bonds of different tranches of different risk-return trade-offs. Now, how CFO works? Now, cash flows from the underlying PE funds are used to meet the bond obligations, meaning the interest payment and the repayment of the principal. Now, the ability of investors to get the promised interest and principal depends on the performance of the underlying funds, more particularly their ability to generate cash flows. So what's the difference between extra bonds and CFOs? So extra bonds are CFOs. While there are not many CFOs in the local or regional market, there is a relatively active market in North America. So for example, other deals that are rated by Fitch includes deals done by insurance group such as you know, Nassau or Cuna Mutual. Private equity funds groups such as Blackstone and KKR have also issued CFOs. The extra bonds are generally regarded by the market as the CFO with the highest credit quality. For instance, among the Fitch-rated CFOs, the extra bonds have achieved the highest credit ratings, meaning bonds that are rated A plus or higher. Now, this is due to a few factors, such as the high quality and broad diversification of the underlying portfolio, as well as the structural safeguards and features that we have put in place for each extra transaction. Now, some of these key structural safeguards include very conservative LTV ratios at issuance, a diversified portfolio, a standby line of credit, but lastly, Azalea owns all the equity, so it bears the first loss and therefore provides very strong alignment of interest between the bond and the equity investors. 
Mm, thank you for sharing. It's reassuring to know that Astro Bonds have been constructed with structural safeguards that lend its credit strength and contribute to the bond's resilience. So moving on to the macro environment, mm. given the high interest rate environment that we face today, how are the Astro Bonds affected? So the macro challenges we face today has impacted almost all asset classes, yes. including the Astro PE Bonds. So let me briefly highlight how the macro and interest rate environment affects the extra bonds. So let me classify into two areas. One is the impact on bond prices. So interest rates and bond prices, as everyone knows, have an inverse relationship. Right. So when interest rate rise, the price of existing bonds like Astria, which pay out fixed interest rates, goes down. However, it's important to note that what really matters to extra bondholders is the cash flow generated by the underlying portfolio. So movement in bond prices will not affect interest payment or the redemption of the principal. These bond obligations are dependent on whether extra portfolios generate enough cash. So as an illustration, while extra 5 and 6 are trading below initial issue price, it will still be redeemed at par now, the impact of the macro on PE funds and the underlying investing companies. So, Astro bonds are backed by underlying portfolio of PE funds, which invest in primarily private companies. Mm. So, high inflation and interest rate today could adversely impact these private equity funds and their underlying investing companies. For example, higher borrowing costs, higher interest rate, lower profit margin, lower projected earnings, lower valuation. And what this means is sometimes you know, the fund manager find it more challenging to exit these investments under such an environment. And that have an impact on the distributions if the funds are not able to divest these companies. So if markets remain volatile and exit environments remains challenging, it could impact the cash distribution received from the underlying funds negatively and that may adversely affect the ability of Astria to support the bond obligations. But of course, I've mentioned earlier about the different structural safeguards that we have in place. Yeah, okay. So if we switch up the tone a little bit and if you don't mind me asking a more light-hearted and maybe slightly personal question, <laughs> where would you invest your money in the year ahead? So I think many of our audience will be very interested to know, especially since you're very well-versed in the finance and investment space. <laughs> this is highly personal, but serious <laughs> question. But I'm happy to share how I would have invested my money with listeners. Mm. So for cash that I can't touch and sitting in the CPF ordinary account, I will put them into short-term T-bills as they are of high credit quality and yielding more than the 2.5%. Now, for any excess cash that I have, it will depend greatly on whether I can find an appropriate investment opportunity that commensurate with the risk and the investment horizon. Now, given that the fixed deposit rate is around 4%, the bar to invest is actually very high. Mm. Hence, if I have no immediate use of the cash, I'll either pay down the mortgage or place it into short-term fixed deposit while waiting for the right investment opportunity. Now, having said that, I'm quite fortunate as I can invest in Azalea's products. So mm -hmm. besides the extra PE bonds, which we have discussed earlier, Azalea also manages the Eltron PE funds program that allow qualified investors 
to invest into private equity funds. So historical data have shown that private equity to be a resilient asset class that generates double-digit returns. But investors will need to stay invested for the long term as they are highly illiquid. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. So finally, the golden <laughs> question. <laughs> when can we expect the next extra eight issuance to be? We have always been consistent in our messaging. Our intention has always been to launch new extra transactions on a regular basis. So if you look at prior history, we come up with an extra transaction every 12 to 18 months. Having said that, the current environment is pretty interesting right with increasing and rising interest rate so the next extra issuance will depend largely on whether market conditions and other factors such as interest environment investor sentiments are conducive from the perspective of us as issuers as well as that of our investors. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much for joining us today. It was really great catching up with you and learning more about the Astro portfolio. So this episode was brought to you by Bond Supermart. I'm Feng Yi, and our guest speaker with us today is Mr. Chiu En Yao, Chief Investment Officer at Azalea Investment Management. Follow Bond Supermart on Twitter, Facebook, and Telegram to get first-hand updates on newborn issues, credit updates, and special events. For Bond information and articles, visit our website bonsupermart.com. Thanks for listening and we'll see you soon.